brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So Horizon Forbidden West. So we, yeah, me and Travis did a three-hour-long review mm. of this game where we covered... A lot of stuff, but we were only maybe halfway through the main story, somewhere around mm-hmm. that pocket. So I think the goal today is is let's go through the rest of the story, um, maybe some more gameplay things or world things, but you know, mostly focused on some of these story beats and what we thought of them. And I guess you know, I think you should go back and listen to the other one, but like it is a long episode, so I guess maybe to condense our thoughts, I think we both really enjoyed the game, but maybe we weren't blown away like we were with Zero Dawn. And personally, I had some more gripes with the gameplay than I did last time around. And uh, we'll get into how I feel about the rest of the story. But mm-hmm. I, I think you're kind of in a similar place where just didn't blow you away, but it's still a fun time. It's it's fun to be back, but uh, it just you know, wasn't as shocking, as surprising as the first game was. Yeah, I think the best way I describe it in the sentence is it's a great game, but it underwhelmed me at the same time. Yeah. You know, like that's exactly where it is. So, yeah. So, okay, I don't know where exactly we want to start. We could just pick up from where we left off with the story last time, and maybe that's the best thing to do. So last time, uh, you were kind of, we were kind of at this part where we have to go get these. And, you know, at this point, I, the game's a few weeks old. I finished the game, like, within a couple of days of us recording the last uh, 
uh, side quest episode on it. So if I fudge some of the story details here, give me a break. It's been it's been a, a few weeks since yeah, I've, yeah. I've played this game. And it's but not yeah, like it's any like I don't think it's like the master game telling story. You know, there's a lot of run here, go yeah. here. You know, so I guess actually, rather before we get into any specifics, just you finished the story now. Mm. What do you think? Like, how are you feeling about the game overall, <laughs> as in terms of like the whole package? But then also just the story. Did the second half... I think we were liking the story enough at that point, but did it land for you? Did it just greatly elevate the game, staying in the same track? Did it take you down at all? Where, where are you at? I think it raised it a little bit, but not enough to get the kind of my underwhelming thing you know up above to oh it was fantastic because i think it's some of our issues still were with game plan some choices which were not bad just kind of okay i thought there'd be a little bit more uh my first thought when i ended or when, not when we ended but when we were near the end i remember telling you in the initial review this for people that hadn't listened to her i went you know i think once i finish this game i can kind of be done i don't know if i need to play a third one and lo and behold we got to end with some like pretty much massive cliffhanger and i was yeah, like yeah oh god damn which now I get it because I feel like they know this is a franchise. They want to run with it. And a third game makes sense. The third game, if I get that, it's going to be very, it's going to be very iffy for me because I still enjoy my time. But again, I had to come back to it because I was still very much enjoying Elden Ring. I did get a little bit of the itch. But again, once it's funny, I had the itch. And then once I started playing, I was like, I just wish I was playing Elden Ring right now. Mm. And that, that's where I think it's not just because Elden Ring is great. It's also just because the game doesn't it, it it just didn't have the pull and that's where we're getting now more of the story i liked some of the story beats i liked the idea where they go i think the biggest thing i liked about the story was this feeling of the people on earth maybe it's finally starting to come together and realize mm-hmm. hey you know we can have these different sections and tribes but at the end of the day if we don't work together we'll all be gone so i i liked that aspect i think they made some big choices with killing character stuff which i do appreciate because it wasn't playing it safe it does make you feel like, oh we, there's some stakes here um i as somebody that really liked the you know i guess we're supposed to the clone reveal i think it was used well enough but i think they left a lot there to be desired but at mm. the same point when it pretty much seems like they're obviously setting up for a third game you kind of go oh you're gonna get a lot more with beta there you know and that's where it's like i get it but at the same time i felt like there's we only had a few conversations with her and aloy and i wanted a, like you have a few conversations near the end of the game she gets kidnapped so she just becomes a damsel you got to save so i i felt like for such a cool thing there was much more to dive into but again it feels like this some of the stuff they did with the nemesis system that's coming was a mm-hmm. lot of uh we gotta save it for the we gotta save it for the next one so i think that kind of i was liking the way the story was going but it feels a little incomplete i get it but at the same time it didn't wasn't a knockout for me so yeah i think in terms of the cliffhanger part of it the first game like i think it was a post-credit scene where we got it was yeah where we got silence and he had this Hephaestus thing. And yeah, you know, if you never got another game, like it wouldn't feel like you detracted from it. But this game, like they really dug their heels into the cliffhanger part of it. And like, this yeah. is an unfinished, this feels like an unfinished story a bit for me. Um, very much sequel bait in that way. I, and I think, yeah, in an overall way for me, uh, honestly, I think I think there's a lot of story stuff that just didn't work for me. There were some great moments and some individual quests that really stood out and I liked and some set pieces I was, I was a big fan of. But mm. I think overall, I just I just think the story fell a bit flat. And I think for me, a big thing is the villains. I think this game just does not do the villains very well at all. Mm. Yeah, and you didn't I also, end up liking them anymore, did you? No, and, and there's like even a couple new ones that are kind of added in there that really just don't add anything. Like they're... There. So we'll get into the specifics of that, but I think I'm feeling yeah, just uh, a bit bummed out by the experience at the end of the day. And you know, I do want to go back and do some of these like side quest, like some of the great side yeah. quests, or you know, look at like an IGN like top ten side quests to do in Horizon, like and go back and do that stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just don't really have that itch right now. I mean, Elden Ring really took me, and now like I love Triangle Strategy. Like that to mm-hmm. me, honestly, is on par with Elden Ring in terms of oh, my wow. hype. Like I'm loving both of them so much. So. It's like, when am I going to go back and play Horizon? Like, there's so many other games around the corner that I don't know when that's going to happen. But I, 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 hopefully, there's a maybe a few weeks there where there isn't any new games coming out, and that's when I jump back in. But I'm just not, I'm just not excited by it, and I, I'm, I'm feeling uh, sad about that. Really, truthfully, that's just where I'm at. Is that it's, it's a bummer. I, I wish I was more hyped on this game than I could be. 
Yeah, well, and that's where I was kind of hinting before, where to me, this was, I had that feeling with Last of Us, and then I have this again, and not that it should be uh, condemning the game, but anytime you put the thought in the, of, the thought into my mind that uh, I should buy physical so I could at least get something back, is not a good feeling, because to mm-hmm. me, I didn't have that with the first one. So, oh, I go back. There's part of me that I'm like you, because I own the game digitally. I'm going to go back. I'll play some things. But it's one of these things that it sounds bad, but if I never played it again or played for a long time, I it wouldn't like so, the stuff that I had the edge for. I realized was maybe just the mechanics because, like, here's the thing: I love Elden Ring, but there's still a time where I love the bow system. I love taking down things. That's still really fun, right? But mm-hmm. that's thing where it's almost like if I really have that itch because it doesn't feel that different, I could probably just go back to the first game and do that, you know. And that's how I feel about. And now, yeah. if I get an itch, if the third game's coming on, I don't really want to buy it. What I'll do is I. Oh, well, I never beat everything in the second one. I'm just going to go back and play that because it, that's where we talked about before, too. These guys have just done Kill Zone. So the first game, I thought the story, same thing was a little, it was fine, but felt like it wasn't a home run. This is kind of that again. So it feels like maybe strong, story is not their strongest point. So yeah. if it's like, if story is not their strongest point and the gameplay is. But they're great, trying. Oh, man, there is a lot <laughs> of characters, a lot of story, yes. a lot of side quests. Yeah. But yeah, this is definitely one that made me go, you know what, I might, and maybe even the third one, maybe I will get it, but that one I will buy physical because I just, I don't know how much I'm going to go back and play this. Even I had, I told you I had the itch, but even while I was playing it, I was like, okay, I feel like I've scratched that itch. I played it for a couple of hours, but like, no, I'll finish it. I'll get mm-hmm. through because I want it, you know, but it's it's kind of disappointing how much we liked the first one. And again, I always hate saying this because I preface it, it's still a really good game and I could still see someone coming to me saying they absolutely loved it, but I, uh... Yeah, just a little more to be desired there. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into some specifics. I think one mm. thing outside of the story that I wanted to compliment the game on is the tall necks in this game. I, I kind of critiqued in our last episode, there's one that's locked. I'm like, yeah. why is this locked? That's so weird. And I have to say that moment actually did land for me later when you do get the sun wing and then you go land on top of that tall neck. That's mm. really cool. I think maybe they shouldn't have put them on the map, you know, to kind of yeah. bait you to go over there. But at the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, they nailed it. And then the other one where you're in a cauldron building a tall neck, and then by the Mm -hmm. time I don't know if you did this up north, no, uh, you build the tall neck like inside the cauldron, and then you like walk out outside, and then you connect it and get that part of the map. That was really cool. And then the one in the I don't know if you did this one either, kind of southern in the jungle. It's kind of like this. kind of wooden structure like what should be a bandit camp but there's no bandits there so it's Mm -hmm. kind of got this desolate vibe to it there's a couple machines that are there scary and just like this longer platforming sequence to get on top of it but i actually liked it it was it did feel very problem solving and puzzle solving rather than just like this simple linear solution that's really annoying to go through like i critique some of the other stuff but yeah i definitely wanted to uh compliment the tall mix because i think you know, that's something they could have very well just copied what they did in the first game. And a couple of them, you know, you got to get up on this one structure and then jump down. But I think they did a good job of really coming up with some clever new ways for you to get on top of Old Talnik and making those moments hit uh, again like they did in the first game. So, yeah. big props there. Yeah, no, unlike the first playthrough, this one I was much more in the, okay, I'm going to streamline, like, get through as much as I could. So, And plus, you're a big tall next guy. You're always in the first review, you were talking about how you're looking for yeah. one. So I just kind of, like, if they come across me, I'm like, oh, sure, I'll do this, but I never go out looking for them. But, uh, no, that's cool to hear, and maybe mm-hmm. that'll put those as far as some ones I could return to to try out. So Yeah. So, wait, when we left off last time in the story, yes. we were at the part where, yeah, you go collect these three separate uh subordinates yeah I'm, I'm trying to run my brain through one of these words again yeah they're just pro, the programs like the yeah what is the prothesis or whatever yeah. yeah so you had done the first one and now you've done the vegas one and then the one where you meet alva in i forget the name of that location but what you what'd you think of those uh missions and the story beats there yeah, you had prepped me for this, and I absolutely agree. The settings, and that's even some of the stuff later on. Like, even where when we have the finale of the game, some of the settings are really cool and very diverse. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's a beautiful game. It looks great. It feels different right away. You get an area, like even the third one, when you're going into that, when you meet that girl in almost like the San Francisco area, it's like swampy, and there's just cars yeah. in the middle of the ground. Like, and then the Vegas one. The Vegas one was definitely probably the highlight of the game. Mm-hmm. The swimming, not so much, but the Vegas part <laughs> is it's, like, swimming, yeah. it's a lot of swimming and it's swimming usually doesn't feel good in games and it doesn't here in my opinion but um it's it, it was really cool very well done visually it had it was great because it's it wasn't exactly what i was expecting because i was because it is like vegas but it's vegas still like a few years like it's still a futuristic vegas right mm-hmm. so it's like oh this this is really fun what they did here so 
Um, I liked those characters you met that was trying. Like, yeah. They were kind of like, uh, I don't know, a little little silly i'd say but i like a little ragtag team yeah yeah yeah. i I, I liked them a lot that was lots of fun so i thought that was a great set piece and that's what i'd say even in times where maybe the story's lacking the set pieces are always you know good Mm -hmm. but that one is probably up there with the one the couple and i always forget the names but it was a couple missions before when you met the when i was describing like that mad max world that those two types of like the desert that and vegas stand out Mm -hmm. for me and like i said i really like san francisco too because the swampness and everything it was uh it it, it was fun. And again, I think that was smart for something that I thought was very generic of, hey, you got to go to these three separate places and find these things. They make it feel not generic by, okay, I really like exploring the landscape here and seeing it. So really well done. Yeah. And then the the one you do, I guess, after that, you could do the mode of order is where, and I forget the name of this facility. Pardon me for the name for getting here. Yeah, yeah. But you, you join up with Alva here. You kind of clear out some bandits. And you do some, like, really, what I thought was a pretty great boss fight against a machine that I can't remember the name of in that place. And you do some, you know, platforming puzzle solving with Alva, and you kind of get to meet her, get to know her. I really like that character. I thought she was something different from the rest of the cast. I was glad Mm. that she joined the team. And I liked, I just liked her her clan and how they had a a more of a religious background for their beliefs. And they believed in Ted Farrow and... Elizabeth Sobeck as like these gods, these kind of characters, these just normal people that they built up into these godlike figures. And I thought that whole thing was very captivating to me. Um, they kind of play some jokes on it too, where instead of like, a, you know, Ted Farrow's the CEO and he calls himself the CEO and kind of builds into this thing. So I liked Alva and, you know, maybe some of the other stuff fell flat. We'll get into that. But at least that intro mission with her, I really liked. And I was glad she joined the team. And uh, as a character, I- I'll be happy to see uh, in the in the sequel uh, down the road. Yeah, I like when they come up to her and they're like, she murdered so many of our men. And then she just goes, oh, you guys, you know, shot without ask, like whatever. She has some sort of expression, yeah. like those who fire arrows without knowledge or something. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's so like, yeah, well, she still killed all these guys. And it was still fine because they attacked her. But I did like that she said, that, oh, no, this is a reincarnation of Elizabeth. And then right away it completely uh, swaps as far as their dynamics. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it was fun. Lots of, like, grow and whatnot. That, um, uh, that I-, I kept not doing great stealth. I was trying to stealth. At one point, you have to get through a field with a bunch of them. Yeah, and yeah, And I-, yeah. I could not get through that field without them seeing me. Eventually, I did one time because I was like, I don't want to fight these guys. I'm trying to streamline this and get through it. And then when you break the door down, I couldn't find where you jump up. And I forgot because it's been a while that there was a ladder and had a yell piece that you could shoot that and it brings the ladder oh, yeah. down. So yeah. I was like, where the fuck am I supposed to go? I have no idea. And I didn't look it up. I figured it out. But I was like, what is going on? So like, I'm trying to sneak, but also figure this out. So every time they would see me and eventually it did just end up to like after I would sneak and then I would get caught. I would literally do the OK, start from safe because I want to do this battle. I ended mm. up just doing the battle anyways and kill them all. So it's like I just wasted so much time. here. So <laughs> but it was a cool area. Very kind of lots of moss and very greeny and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then so kind of flowing into the next part. You kind mm-hmm. of join up with Alva's squad, and you go to their island, and and they're they're kind of in San Francisco, and it's some interesting stuff. And you do the the Pharaoh's Tomb quest is the name of it, and yes. uh, so so what did you think of this mission? Because there's some crazy story stuff going on there. It's kind of an interesting set piece as well. So what did you think about the kind of Ted Pharaoh twist and that mission in general? Because I played some Friday, the te- is that Tifro twist? Is that when they start introducing Nemesis and everything like that? Not quite. So Ted Pharaoh is like when you go into you know Pharaoh's tomb and he's got like yeah, these giant like, statues of himself. Yeah, it's, very, it's water. And then eventually and like dripping. breaks down with lava and whatnot. But essentially, the twist being that Excuse Ted Pharaoh is still alive and he's like turned into this oh. fucked up creature that you never see. But yeah. you he, see people. You see people's reaction to seeing him is what so, happens. So yeah, I had to honestly look that up after because I thought I missed something. I thought that they were talking about him in past tense. Oh, okay. and I thought it, yeah, because I remember the screen going, but it was maybe I wasn't paying attention as much as I want to as not care because I talked to you before that I wasn't a big fan of the Ted Farrow and like the Travis character. So anytime they're on screen, like oh my, because they just here, here's the thing when they when I read up that it was like okay he is actually alive. I was like that's a strange beat because it it feels weird because it feels like lots of stuff from the first game we were told, which is I guess fine. Even this game is like oh it was a lie. It's actually this case, but it's almost like okay well 
like Elizabeth was, you know, I guess she died, but she had these, all these clones, so she's still around. Ted Farrell was supposed to be gone, but he's still around. And then you have this Nemesis thing. So it, it was fun, but I think we kind of talked about some of the story beats the first time. It felt a little too sci-fi for my taste. But again, I thought at first that it was just, okay, I guess he became some beast, but I guess it was in the past. So at that point when I was hearing the first time, I misunderstood. I'm like, why are we doing this thing that we don't even bump into? But Because that's where I misunderstood because you don't bump into it. So that's where I thought, oh, it was something of the past or a story because I you see. would think you would bump into it or have a fight with it. I, or... I was really <laughs> bummed that you didn't get to see it. Like, I yes. want to see, I, I'm wondering if there's like, if they actually made art assets for it and then decide not to show it for something. But I'd love if someone like hacked the game so you could move the camera around and see what it looked like. Yeah. But I, man, I really wanted to see what he looked like. Uh, I was a bit bummed by that. And, and you know, it's hard, like the first game came out so long ago that it's hard for me to give specifics why, but I remember really liking Ted Fair. Like I thought that was a really well done villain. And obviously he's built up through these kind of audio logs and holograms and stuff. Cause he's well, presumably gone. Yeah. And so I, I still have some affection for that character. I just remember really enjoying him though. I couldn't give the specifics. And so yeah, I just, I was really disappointed that he, we didn't get to see him, but I loved that he had this very Egyptian themed, pharaohs like just very digging into his name and this this pharaoh's yeah, tomb so i like i like the idea of that but i think it didn't land for me and then the other thing is that them the leader of alva's group that i can't remember the name of who becomes the ceo and he calls himself the reincarnation of ted pharaoh <laughs> to me he was just way too generic of a villain he's just like every other villain in this game unfortunately just well, very generic yeah. and one note and then he dies there and you don't really see him again so i mean it didn't really have much impact for me because i'm like i'm not too attached to this villain he's not that interesting it also just feels weird that Aloy has bad vibes on this guy, yet she's opening all these doors for him, getting him into this place. Like, I feel like Aloy would instead go ahead, get whatever pertinent info, and then maybe come back and decide what she wanted to share with them. So it felt weird to me that I'm kind of being forced to let them go through at the same rate I am. So once again, just felt like a bit weird thing from Aloy's character and just didn't land for me as like a... And I wonder if that's why they did it. Is everyone, They know everyone loved Ted Farrell from the first game. Let's bring him back. It'll be a huge twist. It'll hit people. But mm. for me, it just uh, didn't land, unfortunately. Well, and I think that's one thing, unfortunately, where... And maybe that got me less interested in the story, where Aloy is a character we talked about last time, made some questionable things even in the first half of the game. It's just that that stuff just kind of makes her feel... I'm not going to be harsh and dumb, but just a little too naive for someone that's supposed to be in the sequel and that's gone through all this stuff. You know, it just always feels mm -hmm. like sometimes she's doing these choices because the game like the game needs her to instead of like why does the story need you to you know so i think if and i think you're right about as far as the villains they didn't make anyone too memorable i still like the zenith people which we'll talk about later i like the mm -hmm. concept of them but uh and especially because i think the boss battles the final two kind of give you something a little bit different than the first game but yeah it was i think again that's the i guess it's a good thing for the people that create it but the setting is more memorable than the story so yeah definitely um where do we want to go next uh let's Let's talk about this mission. So there's another quest where they're kind of setting this up at, to get control of Hephaestus. You need to take over a couple cauldrons at the same time or something like that. Yes. And there's like a lot, there's a lot of thought and effort gone into this plan to make it so that there's these diversions going on at the same time so that the Zenith people don't find you. But then they just end up finding you anyway yes. and it's not really <laughs> explained why. And I mean, I guess you could just like they just saw that there's an energy reading here they went here but it just felt weird to me we spent so much time like i don't know how many lines of dialogue there is that are specifically for let's create this diversion so they don't find us but then they mm -hmm. find you anyway to me that felt like really lazy or I was, like maybe i was missing something but it just felt like they didn't really ever explain that and then they had like aloy completely down and then they just choose not to kill her because of course you're the character mm -hmm. obviously they're not going to do it but i felt like there wasn't really reason why they didn't kill her Instead, they kill Varl, yeah. and then they take Beta, and then, like, for some reason, Tilda helps you, but only after Varl is specifically killed. Like, that whole thing was very messy for me, and it made Varl's death, unfortunately, not as impactful as it probably should have been, just because I feel like they really fumbled the execution. You're going to get an ad break, and then you're going to be right back to the episode. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? <sighs> Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, we're getting to tell that that's a character all over. That's that a just, character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just I don't know. <laughs> I'm very confused by the choices. So yeah, I said earlier that I liked the death of us character, aka Varl, because at least it does give some stakes for going into the finale. Plus now a third game, you kind of go, okay, well anything could happen you know like i almost have the theory mm-hmm. of like, i wonder if aloy is gonna die but she's gonna be training beta so like you could take over beta in the future but right. so i agree with you where again i wasn't driving much with the story as far as not disliking it but okay this is all fine stuff like that yeah the xena stuff reminds me a lot of other things in the game where it's just lots of exposition or dialogue when really couldn't we kind of streamline this or why do we have to do it this way just say they're going off somewhere just say we only have so little time so let's get this done as fast as possible and said okay we need a bunch of distractions and then Zena's not going to find you and then like you said they do find you mm-hmm. um so i, I actually kind of liked that I don't know why. Maybe I misread the situation. I felt that the Eric guy from Zenith was not going to be the main baddie as far as the Zenith people, but he did. And because you fight him at first. So I I guess I liked that because I was surprised because I thought he was just going to be like the muscle, really. Right. Yeah. And you fought him first. That's so I thought, OK, you're going to fight him. Then you're going to fight these other people. The problem is the stuff like with Tilda, it gets very in- like like confusing where it's okay she did she doesn't want to turn against you because she was apparently still like a good friends with elizabeth and she agreed with her and she wants to find her ways but then yeah. later on when we get to the finale and i don't care when spoilers she like turn against you and you kill her <laughs> it's just and what? why didn't like tilda save beta in that scene in the cauldron as well like there's not really a reason why she doesn't save beta when she was perfect perfectly capable story, at least trying yeah. Because yeah. the story needed Beta to be kidnapped. You know, that's kind yeah. of like the problem. Of like, why did Alo blow, blow up this, like, this village's wall? Because they needed the people. It's just, yeah. there's just too many leaps there as far as, I guess they... Man, I will say that wall thing, I could not stop thinking about it the whole time. It really, yes. it really it just hurts. tanks the character of Aloy. Yeah. It is so bad. I am shocked they included that in the game. Like, that, that honestly, to me, is like a just... Just made it really hard to believe anything Aloy was doing and that she was a good person anymore, anything like that. It's I'd love to I should read some other reviews or spoiler cast because like I'm the same thing when I booted it back up, I was just like, I don't know if anything can redeem that wall thing. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like it's just it's just such a choice. It's, it's so just, bad. And none of the, and I 
what I was hoping for, though, is maybe she was going to make more choices like that in the story, and they would maybe touch upon that she's just so desperate. She's making mistakes. But it wasn't that. It's just like Aloy's just, she's here, and she's doing these things, and she's just kind of a matter, like, of course, she's helping along, but even in, the, she's a matter of circumstance, where it's just like, Aloy's down, Varl's getting killed, Tilda's switching sides, Beta's getting kidnapped, and it's just like, okay, Aloy's going to be down a little bit, so mm-hmm. all this can set up the finale, and here we go. And yeah, yeah again, I, I still like the Zenith people as far as an idea of like it gave a different set of powers and it gave us a different finale. So I still liked, which we'll get to, like the boss battles enough yeah, because it was different than the first game, which was like, it, it was very similar to what we kind of had in the middle of this game where it's a huge creature and there's like a bunch of you fighting this person, right? And I remember how taxed it was. I actually found the battle for the first, who knows, maybe I don't know why it'd be any different. I feel like the first finale, I had a, like a tougher time with this that one than I did this one. Maybe I just have more tools this game. Yeah. But, um, yeah. The, I think the story, it was. So it's funny because where we left off, it's like, okay, I have a clear mission. And then I feel like this last half gets like a little, or I'd say like the third act gets a little messy. Like as far mm-hmm. as lots of twists, lots of things, we're introducing lots of uh, new enemies coming up. So. Yeah. One thing that I was always confused about, we talked about at some point up in the mountains. Uh, like Tilda or what I thought was Tilda is dead. Like one of the Zenith people yeah. is just dead in the snow. And it's like, I don't know. What, I guess that isn't Tilda obviously, but it's also just a, another white woman with a short blonde hair, <laughs> or at least that's what I remember in my mind. So what, what was going on there? Like, do, do, is it just another character who looks very similar I guess well, is what I, we're supposed to believe. And I still just even know like what was going on there in general. Like why were they there in this specific spot? Like it just felt it's so weird when you just walk up, it's like, oh, they're just fighting and she's like, Oh, I guess a Zenith. Yeah, maybe it was a clone deal. Maybe it was a clone of Tilda that they were working on. Yeah, I guess know? so. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, and I yeah. think this I think I think it's kind of like maybe why I like the, those villains, but I don't love them is I think in concept they're good. It's just execution between not only the characters, but the story. I actually think some of the stuff they give for the reason of why they're coming to Earth, I, I, I'm torn because it does feel very sequel baity, but I like the idea. Yeah. I just would have liked it better if that reason they came to Earth was dealt with in this game because, of, okay, we're getting the story conclusion right here, but it was <laughs> not that. That's a whole, that's a whole nother, uh, yeah. That's a whole nother thing. Now, I think at this point we might be going a bit out of order on the story stuff because uh, my notes are a bit more scattered Because I was but... going to say, don't you say... Well, you have the choice. I can't remember her name. She's played by Regala. Angela Bassett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you do? So you had a chance. You fight. You, you mm-hmm. get go face-to-face with her, and you get a chance to be vengeance, or you get a chance to uh, try to recruit her. What did you do? To me, uh, it wasn't even a choice. I'm like... Aloy, the character that I know of Aloy, based on what they're giving me, would 100% kill this person right now. And so I killed her. I didn't even think about it for a second. I'm like, Aloy is a fucking killer. Of course she would kill this person who is just unanimously bad and awful and like also very hard to fight. So you got to do it. Take your shot. Kill her. Do you, uh, did you take a different route? I did because I because <laughs> I told you even when I was like going into the camp because my Aloy from the first game was she's gonna take down the creatures, she's not gonna kill unless she has to because there's only so much of human life left, right? But no, she's a mo- she's fucking Batman and BVS in this, this game now. But no, yeah. I was like I'm still trying to steer her clear, and I, that's where I was liking the themes of you know at the end we'll talk about silence or the idea of almost everyone's coming together for this big threat. So I was feeling that I was like okay. I'm going to keep you alive now because I did look up nothing much happens because obviously you just kill her here. Do you know what happens when you save her? Well, no, I don't. I, uh, she I just, She's dead in my game. She's in the sand. So when all the, when all the stuff's <laughs> popping off at the end there with Tilda, like when Beta gets kidnapped and everything. When you like go that, to their little like island thing. She just sacrifices herself and she dies anyways. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> That is so because I was gonna say I because I, I, I listened to a couple other reviews and everyone's like oh yeah of course I saved her like a, I, I just choked a bit it wasn't even like a choice of course I saved her and I was like you know what's gonna happen is this character's gonna stick around and they're gonna be like oh well actually in the canon she actually lit like the canon ending is that like yeah. you kept her alive and she'll be back but that's that's uh, I don't even I don't know how I feel about that it's harder I didn't see the scene so I can't know for sure but. To me, that seems a, a bit cheesy that they just kind of... Either way, she's, yeah. her fate is doomed. I wasn't a fan of that. I hate games that do that where it's like, you have a choice, ah, but not really. You're still going to go this way. It's you an know? illusion it's, of choice, really. It's yeah. just postponing the inevitable. Yeah. So, yeah. No, and that's why I picked her. I'm like, oh, I want her there for the final battle. You know, don't know what's going to pop off here. And mm-hmm. 
So I, like she sacrifices herself, but it doesn't matter because in your story it still goes the same way. So yeah, yeah she was gonna. She was destined for death. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a scene I did really enjoy is uh, when Zoe and Aloy are just having a funeral for Varl. Um, yes. There's a reveal here that I don't know how I feel about, but at least that scene I thought was well shot, well acted. It was emotional. The setting, like the visuals of it with the sunset and whatnot, very beautiful scene. And I feel like to me that kind of gave me the. The, the viral death scene that I needed. It was a bit mm. more closure for the character. I guess, how did you... You didn't really explicitly say how you feel about Varl's death, or maybe you, you talked about that no. scene, but how do you feel about him, and how do you feel about this twist that he uh, has a little Varl out there hanging out with uh, Inside Zoe? Yeah. That's a word for me to word <laughs> yeah. that, but you get Because <laughs> I, like, I thought the twist that she was pregnant, not that he has a kid out there. You know? <laughs> that's what he's... Um, yeah, that's a classic storytelling trope right character a dies yeah. but they have a that's the thing it just felt like oh i've seen this a <laughs> yes. hundred times yeah yeah and i yeah i what would have been fun would have been great if we had the choice somehow in the story also who would have died zoe or varl that could have been fun but again it seems like they don't mm. want to commit to that um yeah i again i didn't have a problem with it it is like a little messy how it's done but i you know i liked Varl enough i think they were smart to make him have the love interest of be more in love with zoe in this because you do feel a bit more you know grief because like oh she lost him and now she's pregnant so she really lost him so i i did like it in general i liked you know i do like when characters die even if they're ones you like because yeah it's a bummer but it does give stakes a story so the next time like i said when you're going in the final battle you could lose beta you could lose somebody because you just lost Barl, who was a important side character mm-hmm. i like the way the story was going i actually was not picking anybody to die to be honest like one of our main people i thought okay if we are kind of veering towards this might be more cliffhanger and we're gonna have more to do and plus i think the last game i think you lost your father figure character but most your close people you kind of kept i yeah i think so so i think it was a smart move to do unfortunately Mm -hmm. for varl let's skip ahead to uh the uh heist the i i just love it because it's a good heist mission you know when you're Mm -hmm. setting up this plan to take out the zeniths and uh, I like that there's some choice here in terms of you can do more combat or you can sneak around if you are wanting to. Yeah. I think that the setting is great with, obviously, it's, you know, it's the landscape and whatnot is similar to the other areas you've seen in the game. But their structures, their their yes. buildings are unique. We haven't seen anything like that before. So that was cool. I, I, I know we're not big Aaron fans on the uh, on the cast here, but I like that you go through that sequence with him and he's kind of your companion as you're sneaking mm-hmm. around. Because uh, I feel like they didn't really get any moments together in the game. Like he's just kind of chilling no, there and he's just drinking alcohol and playing two, Machine yeah. Strike and making jokes here or there. So I, I like that they went through that together. I thought that was a fun pairing and it made sense from a story perspective. And then there's, of course, some boss fights and stuff. But yeah, that that whole heist mission, I will say, until maybe some of the ending stuff with those two boss fights you do, everything mm-hmm. leading up to that, I really liked. And I love that you can just kind of you would you'd think oh man you're gonna do some big battle here against a bunch of machines but no you feel like you have this power element where beta taps in starts creating them this machines and they do all the hard work for you yeah. i really like that i thought that was a fun reprieve you just get to do some boss fights and traversal instead and you know you don't get you don't have to fight these machines again and i i liked that it kind of surprised me it it also felt because of that different than the battle of meridian from the first game where you just battle after battle tons of machines yeah uh, you kind of just get to skip past that stuff so overall i, I quite like this finale if, if 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 it weren't for a couple of the story things that make it fall flat well yeah you brought it up with beta and the machines i liked the zenith people at one point thought the machine like it was going to go the other way like it wasn't mm-hmm. going to hurt them and then when it like they're like laughing and like oh yeah and then when it turns around on them it's like oh no man silence <laughs> sure is taking his sweet fucking time sitting on that <laughs> cliff like to get everything set up classic silence you know that's that's yeah. what he does he beats his own drum but no i like this because we've had it a few times i remember the first game when we it was probably the middle portion where right when you learn your clone but you go into like a facility for the first time like oh you're seeing technology other than the machines and then mm. this game you kind of had that one earlier on when you had like the factory and stuff so anytime but those were like darker dingier hey these are electronic places you know technology but I mean, some years have passed right or it's like a bunker so it hasn't been well upcome. but this is like some sleekness going on it's nice there's some bright whites and stuff it feels very i don't know like kind of something you'd see in 
Prometheus before you left the ship as far as like where the rich people are <laughs> hanging out and stuff yeah. like that. And that makes sense because like, to me, everything about this felt like it fit with the Zenith people and what they're – they looked a lot cleaner and sleeker and smoother. They looked from a different type of sci-fi game. And I, I did like that where I don't think the – Boss battles in particular with Eric and the – what are they called? Spectres again or Spectals? What are they? Spectres, yeah. Spectres, yeah. I don't think they are reinventing the wheel. I don't think they are fantastic. But I like the idea of almost having two mini boss battles instead of what you said before where it's just, okay. Because, like, what are you going to do? You can't just do that big fight and machine thing again. And I like that this one is a bit more personal because it's a bit more like one-on-one. The last game, it was cool to have your – people with you because you needed them to fight this big machine but i like that it was pretty much aloy versus these things so yeah i i I liked again the set piece i think some of the story beats kind of like you are head scratching oh i wish we weren't going this way and again i don't even think they're super bad it's just uh, maybe somebody was hoping the story was going to be somewhat complete and if we got a third game maybe it'd be a new story um but Mm. again i i like that there was a real feeling of Okay, you got to get baited with silence coming back. To me, it was this. Okay, we we all got to band together now and take up. This is our last shot, you know. Which it really wasn't the last shot because there's something more coming. But mm-hmm. I, I did like the layout of it, and again, the settings, the settings and the areas, the graphics. That's the mm-hmm. highlight of it. So yeah, it did feel very final battle e. Yes, uh, the, the Eric boss fight for me, it's it's fine. It is something different. I will give you that, but. I think I think for me strategy wise, like I feel like I just turned my brain off completely. Like I was just just dodging around, firing some just arrows, popping fight, some health potions. Fight, yeah. Like it wasn't really that captivating. No. Not a memorable fight in any way. And also they never gave that character any sort of intrigue in terms of his personality. So mm-hmm. I also just wasn't invested, like, oh, I finally get to fight this guy again. Uh so that one fell. He killed Varl, though. He killed Varl. That it was vengeance. You're coming back for right revenge. Yeah, true. I I think once again, you know, the Varl, the death. <laughs> since it didn't land for me so much, uh, this one didn't either. But I, it was it was fine. I think the Tilda one is is more interesting mechanically, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. No. I, no. I agree. I think the Eric one was it was good because I think the fun dynamic of the last time you could just dodge and shoot the you know the stuff so that was fun i think maybe they could have leaned more into the him killing varl though he could have been a bit more of a nastier character really Mm. making feel like okay screw this guy like i'm gonna kill him i'm I'm gonna do what i did that wall you know i'm gonna bring him down but yeah uh, you know but again it's a little different because i like it again it doesn't reinvent the wheel but at least it's it's something you know because you can only fight the dinosaurs so many times right so Mm -hmm. but they could have they could have done a little better with it so yeah as for the Tilda boss fight, uh, I think it mechanically was it was interesting. It was, it was hey, I don't know. I th- I didn't have that much trouble with it. I did die once, and it was pretty much because I was at full health, and she just did some attack that literally insta killed me. So yeah. that, I was maybe a bit salty about that because I was like maybe halfway through the fight, and then I was like, oh, I gotta do this again from the start. Uh, I I yeah. think it was. It, once again, it wasn't really that mechanically interesting to me. Unfortunately, it was it was fine though. It was it was fine. It's not the big final boss battle that I was hoping for, but it wasn't awful. And I think maybe the more interesting there thing there is the story beats. Uh, but in terms of the mechanics of the boss fight, it was it was okay. I, I think I, I agree with you, so I won't repeat much there. But I think that's the problem where you said it's more about the story beats, and that's where it's like for you, me, who didn't love the story beats. That's the tough thing, right? Like yeah. I would compare that to Last of Us, where it's like you may get certain final things or boss things, but it's most be it's supposed to be because oh the story's so good and gripping, which at times the Last of It is. That makes it better, right? Because it's like mm-hmm. oh you're pretty much doing this action beat to progress the story so you can get to the next story beat, where this like you know it's the next story beats are kind of fine to disappointing so that's where okay these boss battles are fine and then the story beats are fine that's where it just kind of goes okay it's all just fine it's all just Mm -hmm. and meh sounds maybe a harsh word to say it but it's one of these where i appreciate what they're going for but again it looks pretty you know that's that's the best thing yeah and and so one of my critiques of Aloy as a person, not even talking about just like Aloy and who she is, is she's just way too trusting. I talked about this, <laughs> I think in our in our three hour long review. Maybe you I did, talked about yeah. it five years ago. But it, like particularly with Silence, for me, it's weird, and it's and even here in the finale, it's like Silence has proved time and again <laughs> that he is a piece of garbage and that he doesn't really care about anyone except himself. And yet Aloy just kind of lets him back on the team, like. 
he's good now. Don't worry. And for me, it just was with Tilda. Like I could just smell it from a mile away. The first time I saw yeah. the character, I'm like, okay, she's budding up with me now. She's sharing some information. She's clearly helping me in some way. She did also let Beta get stolen and let Varl die. So mm-hmm. not too happy about that. But just the whole time, I just knew there's going to be a twist when this character turns bad. It was very obvious to me, and it, and it felt like, man, Aloy, why are you so trusting? You have, like, that's caused so much problems for you, is just accepting these people. And this one is clearly very evil in just the way she talks and, and what her ulterior motives are. Uh, so, I don't know. To me, that was a, a bit weak. And I just, like, man, I, I'm just not, I just don't love Aloy anymore. It's it's yeah. sad. Uh, I just, I think she's decent. Uh, but I, I just don't love the character as much as I... I did after the end of Zero Dawn, and that's a bit of a, a bummer just in an overall way. Like, I'd be hyped if we did get PlayStation All-Stars and she's in there. Yeah, oh, like, oh, great. I yeah. still, I'm excited to play her there. Yeah. She's on the cover. She's a big character for yeah. the game, but just in terms of the actual story, uh, it just, I feel like they really fumbled her, who the character is this time around, and that sucks. Yeah, and I guess it's just a, a mini repeat as to say in the first review that we did, like you were talking about Silence, it's the same way I re- Compare this game to, which is to me a better version, where with Last of Us 2, you had that with a character like Ellie where she's progressively getting worse, but it's a conscious decision of, hey, mm-hmm. this person's making a lot of mistakes, and look at, or you can just look at what life has done to her. This is, <laughs> Ellie, like I said, it's a con- like, it feels like she's kind of a bully, which we talk about sometimes, but then mm-hmm. it's kind of uh, the naivety of, yeah, trust this person, trust this person. It doesn't feel like there's been much growth for the character. It feels like yeah. she's regress if anything the silence thing i do think luckily for you if we play if they one i think he will be good i think he's gonna stay on the good side i just hated how calm blue was to get here well okay well in the first game you know what i was doing i actually got haiti so i could do this and find out where this ship was going and then i wanted to find out if i could get to the ship but then i found out about nemesis and then i came back to here to tell you about nemesis and you know what i've decided to fight for earth it was just like man like and i get it but just like this guy has been on quite a journey and and the thing is, there, I think there's better ways to show it, but because he's a character who's off screen, it's just him telling you all this. And yeah. again, everything from the Nemesis storyline feels, and him, Silence 2, feels very just like, okay, let's save this, add it on for a third. And it feels That feels rushed for a game that doesn't feel necessarily long, but it's not a short mm-hmm. game. Yeah. You could have had... Like, here's the thing they try to make it sound like this nemesis thing has maybe been there the whole time or it's going to be coming but the thing is silence doesn't hint about it at all you know he like you would think that they could have maybe and maybe i'm wrong maybe somebody would point that out and i'm always open to being wrong as far as if there's some proof but it just feels like silence had all this information because again at the end of the game they needed him to have it so he's just oh here mm-hmm. we go this is what i'm doing this is why i have been gone uh all these days you know i i figured it all out and i'm here but the thing is like he they try to make him seem like he's smarter and it's like oh well he figured it all out but he's figuring out all the same time that you already know the information so it doesn't Mm -hmm. come across as a big reveal not necessarily it was it's just i i almost wonder if that character would have just been better to get killed off in this game silence you know it's like i like the character enough but maybe there is a fun dynamic though in the third one to play with can she really trust him and is he a good guy but hopefully they actually play that up and it's not just Aloy being like well he's with us now and I I don't know what you're going to get because I feel like the Mm -hmm. writing of the character has been very inconsistent for this game and yeah I think I agree with you where I do like her a lot less in the first game that's kind of a that's kind of a bummer so and not in an intentional way where it's like oh they made a choice I just feel like they are pretty laxital on deciding what mm-hmm. they want Aloy to be in this game. Yeah. You're going to get an ad break, and then you're going to be right back to the episode. And then with Tilda, there is a lot of stuff, story stuff going on here. There's one element to it where it's clear that her and Elizabeth, or she has like some, they shared some sort of relationship, whether it's yes. like, a, whether it was a love or just like a close friendship, it's not exactly clear. Although I think it was more romantic would be my guess. And I I like that as an addition because it's not they don't really go too deep into it and you know maybe you could critique it for wanting a bit more answers or something but I liked that it was kind of just that this ambiguous thing it added this creepiness to the character where she's kind of preying on Aloy and Beta to an extent <laughs> yes because she had love for obviously like their clone like it makes sense but it has this kind of sliminess to the character i think that mm-hmm. gave her some dynamic so i thought that was a a great addition and i don't think i needed too much more details than what they gave and keeping it slightly ambiguous is uh was a good enough for me 
Yeah, I think that's always fun when you have a character of why you're so obsessed with why you want these two or care about these two. And there's kind of an underlining backstory that you get to, we got to learn later. But at that time, I think it does make that stuff better. And like you said, almost a little creepy. We're like, okay, this is this is an odd thing. Like I feel like this is something you should be straight up about. Like, hey, you know, I had a relationship and you've been cloned. And, you know, you mm-hmm. could almost look at that person that has like a daughter, but you don't necessarily know. So yeah. I think it, it adds some things to Tilda as well, some dynamics dynamics to make her a little bit more interesting where the rest of Zenith people were not at all. They're just, they're just mm-hmm. there. They're just there to save their lives. Right. Cause their planet got destroyed. So they're coming back. So yeah, I, I, I liked Tilda enough. Ask me again though, in six months and see how much I remember. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I to, to comment on, like, I think Regala is maybe the most interesting villain in the game for me. And mm-hmm. she's, really not that great either like she's not that interesting yeah. she could um, have been great i thought we were building yeah. up and yeah and I she's think, not like, a villain in my game she's a hero villain. she said they my set life. her up yeah exactly they <laughs> set her up to be like terrifying and yeah. i think they did a good job with that and then just quickly like we talked about this guy travis tate uh yeah. early on he was kind of set up and like whatever happened to him like i don't think he like, ever got yeah. any sort of conclusion they just kind of forgot about him and tr- and went into these other characters and I think they maybe spread a bit too thin on the villains and they could have honed in on some of the ones they had and gave them some more interesting scenes rather than adding more that were just all in the same level of uninteresting just kind of puddles in terms of their depth. It was super strange because I was thinking about you the whole time I was playing when we got a hologram because you're like, I wonder if we're going to see him again, you know? And I, every time I got a hologram, I'm like, oh, here we go. And we never did. Mm-hmm. I was fine because I didn't like the character, but at the same time, I'm not fine because, yeah, like you said, they introduced a lot of elements. And even Regala, it's just, I I almost think that they could have saved some of the Zenith people almost for the third game. You could have hinted. But, like, if you had Tate with doing something, you could have made Regala bigger. So Especially they were really... And you, I think there's a way maybe they would have felt like it's not big enough. I wonder if you could have had this game more about, because there's lots of tribes not trusting each other or fighting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you could have made it more about, like, okay, the machines are still here. There's still danger and Aloy's working on getting rid of them. But it is much more of a human issue than it is the grand yeah. scheme. And the third one is more of a grand scheme. It just seems like we got this game, which was grand scheme, the Zenith people showing up. There's this big thing going to happen. And now it's like, okay, well, there's going to be even bigger thing coming. And it's like... All right, and yeah, I think I think mm-hmm. you I th- hit the nail on the head that they spread themselves too thin with the, maybe the character. Maybe Tate comes back in the third one with some stuff. Yeah, but, you know, I think I'd be surprised if he wasn't like in some way, even if it's a small thing. Yeah, yeah, it would be weird if they just never talk about him again. Uh, okay, Nemesis. Nemesis mm-hmm. is this uh, death ball AI that is <laughs> all of their brains plus every brain ever, I guess, <laughs> that's turned into I don't know what some ball of electricity, black hole kind of thing. Hurtling. It's insta death is pretty much yeah what it instant is. death yeah. hurtling yeah. towards Earth. So I gotta be honest. So this was happening. In, I don't know. It's fine. I guess like it, it did feel like I knew immediately. I'm like, okay, well, this is gonna be like a the third game. You know, we're we'll going to this. But to me, there was this moment where they're setting up that there's like the spaceship and we can escape and we can continue life on another planet. And Silence is all down to do it. He's he's almost got his foot in the uh, in the cockpit. He's ready to go. But then we don't. Aloy's like, no, we got to defend what's here. We got to defend our Earth that we care so much about. And honestly, to me, I at first I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just not not vibing this game too much. Like, I don't know if I'm super excited for the, the third game in the trilogy down the road. But when it was like, shit, we're going to go to space to another yes. planet, I was like, fuck, yes, I cannot wait. That sounds amazing. But then, no, it's not. That's not gonna, what the third, the third game's going to be. We're going to go to... Alabama or some other mm. random place in the states, Rutland. and yeah, I'm gonna go to Rutland up to Canada. I'd be down for that. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, so, yeah, that uh, that really took the wind out of my sails in the ending. So uh, that's a bit of a bummer. I I would have loved to see this game taken to space. Like we've already got, it's already gotten so weird and crazy with the zenith and stuff. Like double down. Let's go to some other random new planet, and there's no machines there. There's some other crazy beasts that we're fighting. I don't know what the story would be, but oh, yeah. I was a hell of a lot more interested in that than uh, what we're gonna get in this third game here. I think. Well, and what's interesting because it's funny. I I thought we we're 100 going that way because remember when we were talking about the Xenos in the first review? I'm like, oh well, this opens up that idea that we could travel to space in different planets, and I thought, oh for sure, even. 
like what is frustrating is that like you said they just shut it down of like no we're staying on earth even if let's say primarily the most game was on earth but at some point you had to do a mission where you go to space let's say you grab something you come back to earth and maybe they will still do that still do that maybe there's a chance where they look into something and go okay the only way we can save earth is we got to pick up this one item from a planet that's been destroyed and then you come back i hope that is the case but then be like no we're gonna stay on earth like, oh that's a perfect opportunity right there to change it up a little i get it we talk about the same way with spider-man right where it's like you have a certain engine and you can rebuild but even if it to me was one set piece and plus the marketing aloy and a spaceship or a different planet right there that's mm-hmm. so good but and may who knows i don't even want to prophesize this maybe it's something that's going to happen in a fourth game or something but oh man yeah um yeah i i was i thought for sure we we're going to space i thought the same thing like oh this is what a great ending even at the first like half or first act of the next game was space and you got to come back to earth like even anything so i'm hoping that may happen but um yeah it's it it's one of these things where it's just a they they give some of the examples of what it is but it just feels like a giant generic weapon you know it just feels like the death star of mm-hmm. there's this huge thing coming and we can't stop it's gonna destroy earth i and obviously there'll be a third game how they're gonna destroy it, what they're gonna do i know cylon says he has like ideas or stuff like that so it's like all right but it's just i feel like this could be even maybe worse than the the zenith feel because at least there's some human interaction you have like a boss battle of it you have tilda who has some personal connection what personal connection mm-hmm. do you have with just this generic thing like yeah rocketing towards the earth so that's why i, I guess it they... like contains the thoughts of people we know so you can have some element there where like elizabeth is part of that ball right so yeah maybe they dig into that i guess oh and i guarantee you please but i don't think it, that ball is coming to chat i think that ball no. is coming to just destroy earth so I don't and know. if it is why do i feel like elizabeth all this time was actually a bad person or like who knows oh, yeah. I, I hope not but yeah i that's what i mean like what do you do with this ball like what are you gonna do so maybe there's still a chance we do go to space maybe there is maybe they just didn't want to do that here but I yeah, I, do, I just think even like in the gameplay front, I you know I like seeing the new machines and whatnot, but I don't think a third game of fighting the same machines in the same way with a couple no. new tools is going to do it for me. Even even if there are some cool additions, like you know they dig into the riding them and you know using them as companions and whatnot, I just don't know if that's going to be super captivating. Even if they add no, more types, like their I feel like their best ideas are behind them at this point, maybe and. Uh, that's why it could have been cool to, if we were fighting some other kinds of beasts, then you could really get creative with what you got on this other planet. So, yeah, I'm I, uh, just feeling deflated overall. It's it's unfortunate, and I think this 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 episode more than the last one has been just very negative. And I apologize mm-hmm. for that if you're yeah. a big fan of the game and you were hoping we liked it more than we do. But I think that's just where I'm at with the story. Unfortunately, is like anything I did like, any scene, any mission, any moment had some caveat to it that to me took my disappointment down or took my hype down and it's important because yeah that was like the first half was solid enough with uh, just a few issues but then it really just kind of got worse unfortunately in the second half and the gameplay didn't shock me in any kind of new and innovative ways so yeah yeah that's where i'll say the same thing it's not so much of like disliking it's just more disappointing because you just wanted to kind of kick that second gear you want i think that's why we sound more deflated because like we love the first one we really want to love this one and i want to be in a place where i really want to buy the third one i think it's something i may dabble in but it's not i don't know if it'd be day one and yeah. i think that's the thing where it's it's still i'm not going to look at this where people think we're negative this is not like oh this was awful one of the worst thing they ever did away to waste time no I, I enjoyed it enough i had some fun it's still a very well made crafted game in parts mm-hmm. and things like that there's just a few maybe stumbles along the way that unfortunately kind of maybe got me off the path of no return right the path of i don't know if i need to be and you know what that happens with every franchise you know there's and that could be a great thing down the line you know there's hundreds or sorry (laughs) thousands to millions of people probably that's to happen with god of war right where eventually just didn't click for me more and they went away and then you got a new series and i'm not saying they need to jump 20 years in aloy be an older woman with a child i just mean that maybe when the third one comes around there will be a hook that dale and i will see go okay this would be interesting time maybe they do go to space in that first trade they're like okay this could be something same but it's just where they kind of left us right now i'm happy to kind of close the door on it because then i don't have to you know i because i don't know maybe i'm wrong but if it is just if the third game is aloy's on earth and there's a big ball coming i'm gonna tell you that she's gonna beat the big ball and everything's gonna be a-okay you know and 
And someone like, like, like it, Alva is going to die or something, and that's going to be her yeah. emotional bead. And, yeah. and I feel like it's a less interesting uh, kind of ending cliffhanger than Cylons was, even though it was a postcard. That was still a character he had history with, and it's like, what's he up to? But like I said, I don't really care about uh, generic weapon A. That That's the case in movies, superhero movies, comic books. You know, like when you get just like this huge, unstoppable thing's coming, there's not much you can do other than, oh, we've created this device and you got to catch it or something or mm-hmm. destroy it. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, it it was fun going back. I still had some good times with the game. I am definitely now going to get back to some maybe Strikers after at some point. I want to try and do that. But uh, yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah 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 or Machine Strike. Sorry, <laughs> machine I should say strike. that. Yeah, Machine Strike. <laughs> but um, yeah, I yeah, it's it's kind of kind of disappointing, but it was still fun to talk about nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any any uh, final thoughts here on? Uh... On the game, or are you uh, good to go? Do you want to put a number on this? Are you doing a number for this one? I would be like a seven. I think it's one of these things when you talk about it's like IGN used to do that too when they had their score and they'd be like this different divisions. There's certain divisions where I'd be like, oh, this is a 10 as far as visuals and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah, and stuff like the combat is still relatively great from the last game. It's just not much new to it. Even though I will say I felt like the hair dynamics in this one, the hair was a lot more going through the body in places. It took me out of it a mm. lot where she yep. has this flowing hair, but it was always kind of in and out. But um, no, at the end of the day, this is kind of like anytime this happens with a movie or a TV show where it does it. I am disappointed, but it hasn't ruined Horizon where I look back at first game like, oh, man, like I still enjoyed this experience. It's still a really good game. It's still not the whole time. I still had enjoyment playing it. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. maybe stuff like yeah. Elden Ring where I wanted to get back to, but it's still a really good game. It's still something that I know people have worked hard on, and it's still something where I think back for – when I think back to the PS4 era, Horizon's still going to come up as a great experience. Is the sequel that same a great experience? No, but sometimes that just happens, right? Like I said, that's the same thing in the movie. Not always the sequel's as great or better than the movie. You go, well, that first one was still great, and the second one was decent, you know? Stumbled a little bit, but uh, – yeah, I, I'll i still keep my eye on the third, see see what they're doing and see mm-hmm. what people say about it. But if this is it for me in Horizon, it provided me with uh, at least one really great game. That was a you know game of a generation maybe for me as far yeah. as like that PS4, as far as if there was like a top five list. It was probably in there and stuff and very creative world. So, yeah. Yeah, I I, I agree. It's a... Uh... It's it's easy. Yeah, we're just in a sim- very similar spot on this game in general. So yeah, 